successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast or on our website GrillNationShow.com where you can find all the information about our show, links to our old shows, and uh, photos of our guests at GrillNationShow.com. This is show number 200 of the uh, Grill Nation Show. We started in March of 2015 with the rebrand, and I can't believe that we've taped 200 of these shows. I can't Honestly, I can't believe it. It's crazy. Congratulations. Uh, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. I was like, oh, uh, lucky number 200. I have to look at all the uh, guests and no see, pick out my favorite. <laughs> but uh, I'm joined today. I'm going to get to our uh, title sponsor here in a second. Mo Bank and BOK Financial is bringing on uh, an amazing uh, couple guests today. also want to thank Two West Companies and Trust, other title sponsors, and my contributors to the Girl Nation show, uh, KCADC, Port KC, and Brian Sarf and True Wealth and Company. They all help out, and uh, this is uh, one of our title sponsors that's showing me today. Uh, we have Noel Fallon and Margaret Langford. How are you guys? Doing From great. Mo Thanks Bay, for BOK having Financial. us. Yeah, it's yeah. great to have you guys. Uh, Noel and I have matching shirts on. We do. <laughs> gingham Bla- power today. Black gingham. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so Margaret, we've never had you on the show. I think Noel's come on once. One it, time, I think I sat in the corner. He sat in the sheepishly. corner. Yeah, I'm glad she's back. Um, tell us about yourselves uh, and what you guys do. Yeah, and then so we'll get into um, our previewing our show. Okay, perfect. So I've been with um, BOK for five years. I started out in Tulsa um, with our uh, accelerated career track program, and um, that really started out a year after college. And I kind of moved um, through our Tulsa office and then onto Arkansas, which is where I went to school. And then U I moved back. U of A. U of A. Yeah. yeah Arkansas. Go Hawks. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I moved pig back to Kansas suey. City. Woo, yeah. Woo pig. But we moved back to Kansas City in August of 2017 um, and worked for MoBank BOK um, ever since then. And it's been a great, I mean, it just drew me in because of the culture and the people here and um, the customer base that we have um, at MoBank is just pretty unreal. So it's been really great to be back and um, excited to have my freight world on today. Very excited about that. Noel, what have you been up to? Regional Community Relations Manager at MoBank BOK Financial. Oh, Vice President, too. Sorry, right. I didn't say that. That's all right. Gosh, um, I had a scroll down. You need to update your uh, your top-line LinkedIn, so I see that when I when I see your picture. <laughs> okay, will do. Really noted. Um, we'll do You've been around for ASAP. a while doing amazing things at um, uh, MoBank BOK. Yeah, I, I love the group um, here in Kansas City. I actually started in Oklahoma City um, after I graduated from OU. Um, and shortly after, moved up to Kansas City, worked with um, BOK Financial for five years, um, left for two, and always thought if another opportunity came back to come back to the bank and work with this team, that I would do that. And um, surely enough, the community relations manager position opened, and um, I met with Michael, I think, one time, and I came right back. Um, I was so excited. We, When I left, um, we were Bank of Kansas City, and I feel like... 
the experience has gotten even better bringing on the MoBank team. Um, we have had such a great um, mesh of cultures. It's incredible. Um, one thing I'm really proud of that I love telling people about is we have a meeting every other Friday. It's called our culture meeting, which, I mean, maybe we could work on a less cliche name, but mm-hmm. um, it's run by an employee and it changes every single time. And we just use that opportunity to get together and socialize mm-hmm. and get to know each other. Sometimes we have presentations about, you know, how to better ourselves in one way or the other. And sometimes it's just, I didn't know what to talk about today. So let's just talk about what we're doing this weekend. Sounds it's fun. incredible. Yeah. I love it. When you're um, head down all the time working, it's hard to do that. And you, you plan that out and make sure that happens. Oh yeah. It's great. Um, and I think the idea of there is that we get to redefine our culture every Friday, which is really neat. Um, especially meshing a few organizations together. I think that's been really um, pivotal in how this has gone. So it's been wonderful, and Noel's done a good job with it, keeping it going. It's important to me. I mean, we have so many external events. We have so many internal employee events, all market meetings, um, you know, sales meetings, just all of these things. Mm -hmm. And when you get to just sit back and spend time and relax with your coworkers that you spend the majority of your life with anyway, um, I think it does great things. Where are you two office at? Um, I, I'm curious about where you guys are. I primarily office at our Light and Tower location, which is 435 in Metcalf. Okay. Um, but I do try to spend, you know, at least one day a week down where Margaret offices. Yeah, and I'm downtown. Um, I'm on the mess. Oh, Mar- Margaret's yep. the, the cool millennial down That's here. Right. The, the downtown. I actually just moved from my apartment downtown, but I was living and working downtown. So that is a sign of the times in Kansas That's City. That's what I did for years until, I, until I grew up and moved to Brookside, I guess. That's no where well. I just moved. So. Oh, look at that. <laughs> There you no, go. You uh, okay, so who are we having on today? My Freight World. Their website is myfreightworld.com. Kevin Childress and Wayne Auer are joining us uh, on the show after the break. Tell us about this and how this all came about and what you guys all do with them. Yeah, I'm really excited to have them on. Um, I love the backgrounds of the two individuals that we're going to have on. They're just um, Wayne is a member of our board and just um, a really pivotal person in our in our organization. Somebody that we rely on a lot for um, industry knowledge. And then also just market knowledge in general. And then Kevin has just been wonderful to work with so far. Um, I'm excited for you to hear about his background. He's in the he started out in the financial industry. I'll probably get it wrong if I go down the entire timeline. But um, he you know spent some time in New York, and then they came together um, a couple years ago and started My Freight World, and it has been pretty incredible to watch that um, happen and see where see where it's headed. And um, you know I've been working with them for a few months now. And it has just been an awesome, an awesome partnership, in my opinion, um, something that I really have um, benefited from getting to know them and kind of hearing their industry knowledge and um, learning a little bit from some really, really knowledgeable people. Yeah, it's going to be fun to talk to them about what they do. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting just to see how they've grown their business and, and how what their revenues look like. And they have over 20,000 users, I understand, across the globe based here right in Kansas City. Obviously, we're a transportation hub. I want to talk to them about that. Noelle, you've, you've worked with them as well. You know, the- yeah, yeah. I spend time with Wayne um, at our advisory board meetings, but I will tell you when I first learned their story, it blew my mind. Um, I know nothing about freight. I would have never um, pretended to know anything about freight. Um, but now I feel like it's a pretty incredible story that mm-hmm. um, I think people will find pretty, pretty interesting. And we'll find out about the technology, yeah. uh, port TMS, and how they're building to to try to actually revolutionize this market that hasn't really changed very often. That's always interesting to a guy like me. Um, entrepreneurial, the entrepreneurial vision. Obviously, I don't have the development skills that Wayne has or his team has, 
So it's going to be interesting to hear him talk about this potential for a whole other piece of business. Yeah, they're pretty impressive. And it's it's really cool to see where they've positioned in the market to, you know, capture the growth that's happening in the um, freight industry. So that's really, um, really impressive. And I think they're um, just some two solid people to have on your show. Going to have so. going to be a great show. Kevin Childress and uh, Wayne Hour are going to join us from My Freight World. Great backgrounds. And uh, you guys are also going to be joining us for the for the length of the show. We'll hear from you as well. Hopefully more from them, but that's <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, congrats on everything you have going on. Uh, website is what for your for MoBank? Be okay. Uh, MoBank.com. MoBank.com. Um, yep. That'll focus everything we do here on the local level. I love it. And Michael has unfortunately left us. Michael yes. Viazzoli, he's moved yeah. to Boston for a new job, it's, which I understand. It sounds that, amazing. It sounds amazing, yeah. right? But uh, things are still moving on. Oh, absolutely. Um, right now we have um, Molly Kerr as our interim market executive. She's the market executive for the private wealth line here in Kansas City, and she's doing awesome things. Very cool. Noel and Margaret, thanks for joining me. We're going to be right back, and we're going to be joined by Kevin Childress and uh, Wayne Hour here on the Real Nation Show. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM KMBZ and on iTunes via podcast if you're listening uh, in your car at the gym. I greatly appreciate it. Also, you can listen to us at grillnationshow.com. Thanks again to my title sponsors of the show and most importantly, MoBank and BOK Financial for joining me again this week and sponsoring the show each and every month. Uh, joined by again, Margaret Lansford, Lansford, excuse me, and Noel Fallon from MoBank BOK Financial. How are you guys today? It's great to see you back. Thanks for joining me again. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's great to have you. Um, I want to start off with our guests today, uh, Kevin Childress and Wayne Auer. They are with uh, My Freight World and Port TMS. Uh, check them out. I'll get their website here in a second. But I wanted you guys to introduce uh, the folks that are in studio for us today, and then we'll uh, we'll start the interview. Yeah, so My Freight World has been a huge customer of ours, a, a great um, asset to our company. Um, Wayne and Kevin have been great partners for me. Wayne's on our board. He's um, very involved in MoBank and BOK, and he knows the ins and outs of our bank, um, as well as where we're headed as a bank and what our goals are. And then Kevin has been really great for me to work with because he has um, background in the industry, background in finance, and he's able to speak the language with me. And um, I think our partnership has been very beneficial on hopefully both ends, but especially on mine. My, MyFreightWorld.com. For business number one, what about Port TMS? Are you guys online? Are we online? That's it. That's exactly the website. Okay. MyFreightWorld.com is the website. That's who we're going to be talking about today. Um, Kevin and Wayne, why don't you introduce ourselves to the uh, to the audience? Sure, uh, tell us about your background. <clears throat> I've looked at your LinkedIn accounts. You guys have a lot of history in Kansas City. We do. I'm, I'm Kevin Childress. I've lived here for almost 20 years. Came out here to Take a company public back in 1999 and became friends with Wayne Hour shortly thereafter. And one thing led to another, and now I help him run my freight world. Very cool. And Wayne, how did you guys uh, get connected, and what do you, what's your background here in Kansas City? Well, I, uh, uh, I'm i a Jayhawk, okay. uh, so I came uh, came down from Chicago to school here and then ended up uh, sticking around and, and uh, starting my career uh, in Kansas City, which I've greatly enjoyed. But Kevin and I 
have probably known each other, I don't know, maybe 20 years mm-hmm. or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, primarily, to be honest, uh, mainly on the uh, maybe the, the fundraising um, circuit, if you will, and, and we'd meet each other and, and uh, get a chance to talk and visit. A lot of laughs more than anything else. And then one day um, I needed some help with a business called My Freight World, as we're going to talk about later. Uh, and uh, Kevin was nice enough to uh, roll up his sleeves and get involved with that business. And we've been working now for, is it seven years now? Seven plus. Yeah, seven plus, and it's been great. It's so you guys have both have entrepreneurial backgrounds, it looks like. You've, tried a lot of, you've worked in a lot of different sectors, or did you just really kind of just get into this sector uh, recently? Kind of take me through your journey uh, more so, and uh, we'll get into the company after that. Well, I'll go when, first. It's yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Um, I did come from the finance area, as Margaret pointed out. I was mm-hmm. in Wall Street for almost 20 years. I mm-hmm. uh, was recruited out here in 1999 in the midst of the dot-com bubble to take a company public, which is still around, called NIC. The last time I appeared on the radio was to discuss NIC, so it's been quite a while. And then uh, Wayne and I, I did some stuff with NIC. I did some stuff with one of the board members of NIC, and then... I sold a business and I was looking for something to to do, mm-hmm. and ran into Wayne on the beach. And, uh, and where one was thing that? Overland another, Park beaches down there. Yeah, it was exactly. A, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's a cool story, though. You run into Wayne on the beach and then well, you start talking about business. Look at that. We had a friendship that was really uh, built around the social circuit and and a drink in our hand and a lot of laughs. And it, this. This thing has ruined that friendship. <laughs> exactly right. But uh, it's been a very reward, very rewarding for me to have done this and to have helped Wayne turn the business around. The business was uh, in need of a turnaround, and we've largely accomplished that. It's taken a long, long time, but we're really proud of what we've been able to do. Wayne, tell us about um, kind of what the company does, and we'll get into kind of the, the movement of it, the technology, when it started. Um, what is MyFreightWorld.com? Well, so my free world, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, it's a logistics company. And, and what does that really mean? It's, right. It's the, it's the, it's the guys that are, uh, and gals that are really in the middle between the shipper and the carriers, the people that are delivering the product. So the logistics company, um, is, are the experts that help facilitate the freight. Mm-hmm. And my freight world is a company that does just that. So primarily in, in lesson load, that's like pallets of stuff. And truckload, and that's where a full truckload of, of things are going down the road. So my freight world is is a company that helps companies, um, you know, price and track and ship and navigate the waters of transportation. And that's mm-hmm. what my freight world's been doing now for 20 years. And obviously we're in the middle of the country. Was that the genesis behind why locating and, and how it happened? And is, is that a beneficial thing for you well, guys or is it – I mean, because I'm curious because we see so much freight being transported in our – country, whether it's from the ports, whether it's from uh, north, south, east, west, um, why freight and why, why Kansas City? Well, I, I wouldn't say it was, it was that direct of an effort to get in, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest with you. Just a, a little background on that. I, I, uh, I used to run a company here in town called Cactus Software okay, and a uh, healthcare software company. And um, I met a gentleman who was at uh, uh, Yellow Freight many years ago. And said he wanted to leave and, and get started into his own opportunity. And after he told me about it, um, I thought, you know, we could probably help create the software for that. And so my old business um, helped create the original platform for My Freight World. And that's what started it. So really I was involved really as a technologist in helping um, this new venture. Mm. Um, spin forward, um, we um, – uh, 
you struggle a little bit, you know, trying to get the thing off the ground. It, uh, the gentleman who started wasn't the, you know, let's just say uh, it wasn't his thing uh, to be really running something from the start. Mm. So um, uh, one way or another, and over time, uh, that's where uh, Kevin and I met, as we should have said, or not met, but got together seven years ago to turn the things over to him. And that's where it really started to kick into full gear and, and work and operate and, and be productive. And Kevin, what was your... Uh when you got pulled in, what did you think? I mean, you obviously hadn't worked maybe in freight before, so um, but brought in as the uh, as the guy to kind of write the ship. What was that like? Uh, my initial reaction was, "What have I done?" <laughs> <Exactly>. <clears throat> and then over time, what happened, uh, Jason, is that um, I got into the business. Any business you begin to know, after a while, you become passionate about it, mm-hmm. and uh, so and I began to learn the business, and I began to do a better job of running it of creating a culture of quality and honesty, which is important in this business because uh, the freight business is exactly what you think. It's a lot of pretty rough and tumble folks mm. that are moving stuff around. Uh, and there is a set of people in the business who are high quality that do business with each other. And there's a set of people who are not so high quality and they do business with each other. And we're perfectly happy to let the lower quality guys go and thieve from one another and whatever they want to do we sort of established ourselves as a high-quality shop. Um, in the midst of all this, Wayne did a transaction with Cactus and was uh, the business was sold. And what really propelled the transformation at our company is that I had the, the foresight and maybe even the insight to say, Wayne, I'm giving you an office. You're going to come in. You, you can't sit around all day long. And think about what a great job you just finished doing. You know, you've got something here. So I did give him an office. And he first he came around, oh, for an hour or two a day. And then it was four. And then it was six. And now he's in before I am every morning. So and he's in so doing, he has taken our port business, which was a division of my freight world. We've spun it out into its own company. Mm. We've named it. We've given it an identity. It's, we've given it a staff. And we've taken on an investor in that business. And Wayne really spearheads that business, and that's the future of the of both companies together. Really, is the uh, the use of technology to eliminate labor costs from the from the supply chain. Mm. I'll get into that more in the next segment with you guys because I think that's interesting. Uh, Margaret and Noel, talk to us about kind of when you guys came on board. Uh, and Noel, I want you to come closer to the mic there too. We're going to have you speak here too. Um, tell us about you know the banking industry and 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 why this uh, my freight world and how you got connected. To these gentlemen and what they're doing. Yeah, so I actually picked up this relationship in December, but have known about this company for a very long time. And uh, I started here in Kansas City of August of 2017, so have been really familiar with the company, but um, just started as their relationship officer just recently. Um, and I, they have just they have positioned themselves well um, in the banking industry, and you know we view them as. Um, you know, going to be very successful and we're really excited about their future and we want to be a, a part of their growth and um, hope that continues for a very long time. Mm-hmm. No, what do you think about these two? Hey, I love our customers. <laughs> um, always love our customers. Um, I have been fortunate enough to spend time with Wayne. Um, as Margaret said, he's on our advisory board and um, we meet throughout the year, um, you know, seeing Wayne at our events. So, um, yeah, we really enjoy the relationship and, you know, any guidance that we can get from someone who's been successful in one business um, was able to, you know, have the transaction, like Kevin said, sell that one and move on to something with um, more passion 
Like, we'll take any advice we can from someone like that. Wait, and what's it. it like being on the advisory board? Should have asked you about that. Well, it's fun. It's great. It, um, the, the the best part about it is there's all these there's all different kinds of people that uh, bring insight <laughs> yeah. that is really pretty terrific. Um, quite frankly, I'm 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 humbled a lot because there's some people on the board that are just they're so quick with their questions. They're so able. Um, maybe they listen better than I do. I'm not really sure what the case is, but I'm really humbled by um, just the quality of the individuals that are on uh, the advisory board, which stands you know what says a lot about uh, MoBank and and BOK. Uh, just a really terrific organizations. But to give you a little bit of background uh, and just under, also better understanding is that when you are a, a brokerage company, you really have your, um, as I said before, you're kind of in the middle of the transaction. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the volume of dollars that run through the business can be rather significant. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's where uh, being able to lean on a bank is very, very important. Um, having them understand your business, interesting, um, and that is the part that you don't um, you don't normally get with somebody wanting to roll up your sleeves from a banking perspective, rolling up your sleeve, truly understanding what you do, your needs, and the like. And that's what uh, MoBank was able to do for us. Great stuff. We're going to be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for listening on 980 AM. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. Appreciate you going to our website at grillnationshow.com. I'll have lists of all of our shows on there as well as our 200th show that we're on right now. Um, uh, with all of our guests and photos of our guests and obviously our great partners and supporters, one of which is MoBank and BOK Financial. Uh, joined again today by Margaret Langford, the VP of MoBank Relationship and VP of MoBank and Relationship Manager at BOK Financial. And uh, Noel Fallon, who's the Regional Community Relations Manager at MoBank and BOK Financial. They have brought on Kevin Childress and Wayne Auer with uh, My Freight World and Port TMS, a uh, great company here in Kansas City. Welcome back to the show, guys and gals. I want to talk about technology because you, you guys talked about in the last minute about how sure. this industry has not evolved and obviously, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. There's a lot of so- software folks. There's a lot of people maybe that have been trying to do this for years and they haven't done it. What are you doing right now that's exciting? And 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 Wayne, it sounds like you have a lot of background in technology and software as well. Well, yeah, it's, it's uh, I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of good people that have helped uh, that process. So, mm-hmm. um, but primarily, my career has been in in software. As I said before, uh, healthcare was probably my longest. Another uh, industry since. that is tough yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that was a lot of fun. We had a great time there. And um, but one of the things that that we do at My Freight World, um, uh, that was initially how we really came up upon this um, this tool set, if you will, that we created to help uh, the process. Uh, if you think about terms of, if you are a uh, shipper, uh, chances are you not only are shipping stuff out, you're probably shipping stuff in. And um, the people that are in that 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 center point. Um, many times you're going to be charged more money for the things coming in because those are suppliers and alike that are uh, sending goods into the manufacturer and and uh, the manufacturer is going to be paying those suppliers um, perhaps more than they really should be paying them. Mm. And so one of the things that we did with our tool is that we began to deliver it 
to the shipper itself so they could uh, get their suppliers to use one tool for all the shipments coming in as well as outbound. So then that shipper has greater control of their logistics spend um, and it makes it more of a seamless experience for them. And also they have, um, they can do all the reporting, they can see things better and that kind of stuff and use the rates in which that one primary uh, shipper has been able to establish with their carriers and they get all of their suppliers to do the same. So that's a, um, it might sound pedestrian, mm. uh, but it really is a, a pinch point in the industry that exists today. Uh, and we try to do that one customer at a time. And we've been very successful at that. Mm. Hey, Kevin, kind of follow up on that and, uh, and kind of how you guys go about getting customers. I mean, this is so foreign to me <laughs> as far as, uh, uh, you know, we, we drive down I-70 or we drive down 35 and we see freight. Uh, this industry's it, it seems to be pretty complex to a, a layman like me, but uh, it is yeah. com- it is complex and it's fragmented. So one of the things that if I'm sitting there as your audience today, and I'm I'm hearing about technology, and I've known about technology and travel with Travelocity, and I've known about technology and television, and then the, with the web, I'm asking myself, what is technology? Why hasn't it you know done its it's magic in, in freight yet. Mm-hmm. What is it these guys are doing that's different? And the real answer lies in the fact that there are 19,000 freight brokers in the U.S. Um, most of them are small. We're a small to medium-sized freight broker. Um, as a result of that fragment, and there are 600,000 carriers in the U.S. So the solutions that have been crafted for that that set of, of players, and there are millions of shippers, so there, this is a just a vastly fragmented industry, with almost a trillion dollars in sales, so it's second or third to healthcare in terms of size. The solutions that have been crafted, as we've discovered in our seven years together, have been done sort of one-off for, for here and there. There's, there'll be a, a user that has a set of problems. They'll, they'll craft a solution for themselves, or they'll have it crafted for them, and that's great. That does one person's problems. Mm-hmm. There's 18,999 of them. After that's done, so what Wayne is doing, and what is he's using the My Freight World uh, customer, me, as the um, laboratory to build a solution that will that will uh, span multitudes of brokers besides just us. The problems we face as a broker are the same as the other nineteen thousand. Um, but what's happened in this fragmented market is that people have done very crafted, very tailored solutions. And one solution for one uh, broker may not fit very many others. So as a result of that, there are very few technology companies that are serving a broad swath of our industry. Mm. There are four or five that are very well known. And after that, there, there are, you know, one and two off, uh, technology shops. What we're doing is we're crafting a solution that we're finding um, a huge amount of reception for among people who look like my freight world. 20 to 30 million dollars of revenue, 50 to 100 million dollars of revenue, 5 to 10 million dollars of revenue. All of them can use what Wayne is building right now. Mm. And he can do it because of the, what I like to call Moore's Law, you know, the idea that, that technology will become twice as fast and half as expensive every 18 months. That hasn't found its way into the freight business very well yet. So when we build this new solution on a new platform that Wayne is doing, we are, we're leapfrogging 
the other four or five or six well-known household names in the business. And there's a decision made to to uh, license it for other companies, you said, instead of just using it in-house? That's, exa- that's exactly right. And this is why we, we split the company out uh, mm-hmm. a year ago, a year and a half ago now. And um, utilizing my freight world as kind of the incubator, um, we kind of say eat our own dog food, if you will. <laughs> uh, we happen to be in the same office. Uh, we use them, um, my freight world, as mm-hmm. um, really the guiding post for what we need to do. Uh, and it can be as, as trivial as, and I'll give you an example, is that when you are arranging a truckload, um, you are going to get a confirmation of that rate with the carrier, the one that's actually going to be shipping the stuff down the road. And what happens many times is that it's simply sent uh, in an email. It might be signed, sent back in a fax, believe it or not. Um, we don't even have a fax machine, which yeah. is, you know, I mean, who does? But they're, are, they're out there. We use them many oh, years. They, yeah, exactly. But at any rate, so uh, they, they sign and they fax back or might scan it and send it back an email. What we do on that Raycon, it's sent out with a digital signature uh, ask. So it's, it's emailed to the recipient. Uh, they open up a link. Uh, secure link, and they're able to um, digitally sign that rate confirmation as well as put on other information that's important too, like the driver's uh, phone number and those kinds of things. And it comes back electronically, updates the database, and the broker did not have to interrupt their time to be able to facilitate that, nor did the dispatcher at the carrier have to do anything special either than just click. So it might sound trivial, but that kind of stuff is really taking out the friction that, that Kevin talks about that's in this ecosystem that we exist in, that uh, one of those things at a time uh, makes a big difference. There are probably yeah. 2 million of those loads a day. I'm, I'm not positive of that number. I know that there are 500,000 less than load, loads every, every day of the, of the week. And less than truck load represents about a third of the marketplace. So extrapolating, you're looking at well over a million of these loads every single day. Imagine taking 10 minutes to do a rate confirmation times a million. If you can make that 10 minutes into 10 seconds, the amount of time you save, the amount of labor you save in a low-margin business like like freight brokerage is absolutely vital. It's the difference between making money and losing money, frankly. Mm. How, how many people work with you guys? I'm curious to that. With this changes in technology and, and all the things you're doing, like what does the actual My Freight world look like as far as employees? We have about 20 full-time employees, and that includes the four that work for Wayne. So really about, about 16 full-time employees at My Freight world doing significantly more than a million dollars per person wow. in revenue. If you're not doing that in the, in the brokerage business, you're not making money. Interesting. That's very interesting. I, I just was curious because I knew it would be kind of somewhere a small business size, but didn't know how small it would be and how, how efficient it would be with all the different things you have going on. Sounds like you, that's a good number for you guys. It's a, it's a perfect number. And, and my farewell will grow, um, and it'll add, add to it as, as the business grows as well. Port TMS uh, only currently has seven employees, uh, primarily developers and a couple of salesmen uh, and myself. Right. <laughs> MyFreightWorld.com is the website. Uh, all the information about what you guys do and the solutions you offer, you mentioned a few of those. Kind of go through those a little quickly because you said LTL, volume LTL, intermodal, truckloads. What does all that mean? Again, the listeners probably haven't had delivered freight very often. so No, I understand, and I, I totally get that because I, I've, I've lived in their, in their shoes. So um, 
but everyone's, even though it sounds unfamiliar, everyone is actually pretty darn familiar with what we do in general because everyone is shipped on FedEx or UPS somewhere along the way. Can you get them to stop requiring a signature when uh, you're not home now that we have ring and all these photo things and, you know, answer the phone. Hey, you can leave it on my porch. I promise it's okay. I don't need a signature. Unless it's alcohol, we can probably get there. Um, if you've used FedEx and you've had a tracking number and you've been able to figure out where your freight is from, any, you know, from time to time, you've seen what we're trying to do in a much less elegant uh, business, which is the less than truckload and truckload business. So FedEx and UPS function with parcel. Mm-hmm. It fits easily on a truck. It's square. It's rectangular. Everything goes in nicely. They're highly, highly automated. They're extremely sophisticated. They only make right turns so they don't have to, you know, wait for lights at the left turn signals and that sort of thing. Mm. The less than truckload and truckload business are not like that. We're trying to make them more like that. What Wayne does is provide this tracking. So imagine you're, you're asking about, um, what the business is. So everyone has done a parcel. They've had something delivered to the front door. Maybe the signature is required. Maybe in our case, in our family, we say, no signature required. And we're going to get, I want to get to break real quick, Kevin, and we're going to continue on in the story because this is, this is fascinating to me. We're also going to talk about infrastructure, I think, when we get back. You're listening to the Grill Nation show. To the Grill Nation show, uh, you're listening to 980 AM. I want to continue on with the folks from My Freight World, also joined by MoBank, Biokai Financial, as they are contributors to the Grill Nation show. Kevin, you were telling a story about uh, how people understand and they get their packages from FedEx and kind of explaining all the different types of truckloads that you guys deal with. Yeah, so FedEx, FedEx and UPS are the two primary parcel carriers, highly sophisticated, highly automated, uh, and quite elegant in the way they perform their, their functions. Um, when you go larger than parcel, start thinking about things like tractors or start thinking about things like lawnmowers, things that are not square, that don't fit neatly into the back of a truck, and you're getting much more towards the business that Wayne and I deal in. Mm. Um, sometimes that's one person's stuff in the back of a truck, and it's called full truck load. That goes from point A to point B. It's very simple to do, um, and the the uh, – the ownership in the back of the truck is of, of, by one person of everything in the truck. Less than truck load or less than load, LTL, may have 20 different owners of the stuff in the back of the truck. And it gets much more complex, much less elegant. A lot more damages can occur. A lot more things can get lost. And people's, you know, in this industry's lives are affected by the fact that less than truck load may not be able to do the kind of job you've come to expect from UPS and FedEx. Mm. So what we're doing with our with our company is we're eliminating the error, we're eliminating the the um, the losses, we're eliminating the damages as to the best of our abilities, we're eliminating the reclassification of the freight that that results in changes in charges to the customer, and we're smoothing everything out. Um, when there's a problem, our people do get involved, and we try to avoid problems by training and by having. Uh, uh, foolproof methods for inputting freight uh, information into our system so that there aren't a lot of changes and there aren't a lot of exceptions being made that cause delays and problems and upcharges. Mm. 
Interesting stuff. And then talk to me about infrastructure and how that's changing. I mean, obviously, you guys are, I would think, are supportive of, of good infrastructure with everything you're doing in your business. The better the better that is, the faster things can happen and oh, be abso- delivered. Oh, a- absolutely. In, in fact, uh, you uh, went to Port KC the, the mm-hmm. other day, um, which was amazing to be able to talk about all the things that are going on in, in, in Kansas City. It's it's hard to believe what's what's um, you know the epicenter of all the transportation that does really happen here in Kansas City. Quietly, you don't really know about it unless maybe you're you're, you're in our industry, what have you. Um, but it really is quite elegant. In, in fact, I, I went down to um, uh, I guess it's Edgerton and, and uh, Gardner, Kansas, the other day, and it's just phenomenal. The infrastructure down there to see the railroad unloading all of the. Uh, uh, all these stuff into the warehouses. It's it's just fantastic. It seems like we do have a lot to uh, promote in the uh, transportation infrastructure, mm-hmm. and, and and I know that KCDC, Port KC, what you guys are doing, uh, it just seems like a natural fit for Kansas City to continue to market itself as a as a transportation hub with the rail, with 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 the center of the country, with all the things happening here, uh, which is great for your industry. That's correct. If, if if FedEx had begun today, it would have been in Kansas City when when Fred Smith started FedEx. Uh, Memphis was the exact population median in the country. Really? As I wonder why it was in Memphis. That's why. <laughs> but now it's really just a few miles south and east of Kansas City. Wow. And so because of the growth in the Pacific Northwest because of Microsoft and, and, my, and Starbucks and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, the stuff there and also the West Coast has pulled that population median in this direction. So not only do we have the population in every direction is almost exactly the same from here, but uh, it's two days by ground to any place in America, which is not true from Memphis. It's hard to get from Memphis to uh, Seattle in two days, Very hard. especially with the regulations that are uh, being placed onto drivers today. Mm-hmm. So this is a great spot to be doing what we're doing. It's awesome. That's, that leads us to our next segment, our next question with growth. Go ahead, Margaret. Talk yeah. about growth of the business. Well, it's been really interesting to see how um, the industry has kind of taken on my freight world. And I was just going to see if, you guys could talk a little bit about where you guys see the growth opportunities in the future and near future. And um, I know at Port KC they were talking about the Amazon effect. If you guys are kind of seeing the um, benefits of that and how you guys are positioned in there in that market. Well, Amazon has a tendency to put our competitors out of business. And so we, the Amazon effect is actually perversely helping us. We have had at least two or three of our, of our friends and competitors tell us, oh, we're doing Amazon. The next thing we hear is, oh, we were losing money on every package with Amazon, so we're not doing Amazon anymore. You'll find that Amazon is, is a, a mixed blessing. Uh, it's, a, it's a great blessing to the Kansas City area, but for the people that work with Amazon, they're very demanding, they're very exacting, and uh, we're not seeing a lot of, of profits being developed out of working for Amazon. So, it's in, it's, so that's the Amazon effect we see is that you know, you're, you're probably happier if you're us that you're not being asked to work with them. Um, but in terms of what's happening in the Kansas City area with Edgerton, with the fact that Kansas City has the second most rail lines, uh, the rails have become much more um, sophisticated in the way they do their loads. The reason that the reason that trucks are are so so prevalent on the road is because it's easier to know where your where your goods are in the back of a truck versus a train. That's no longer going to be the case. The trains will be just as uh, exacting and, and knowledgeable about where the goods are as the trucks are. So we're seeing a lot more stuff go on the rails, and this is a perfect place to be doing it because Edgerton and downtown Kansas City are, the, as I say, the second most rails in the country to Chicago. We've had a history of that for years, haven't we, with the railroads in Kansas City? 
This was the second largest passenger uh, terminal in its day in Kansas City. It is amazing. I was at a wedding at Union Station over the weekend, and uh, the, the the groom's uh, the bride's father was talking about all the people that had come through this over the years, and how you know how cool it is to be part of your life now, and you can look back and just all the people that have traveled and all the stories that have gone through uh, downtown Kansas City with the rail is is pretty impressive. Uh, what about you, Wayne? I mean, are you excited? You've got to be excited about growth with all the technology stuff you're doing and someone like you that has the brain that I don't have that can create things and, and make things easier for a business or for people is pretty exciting. Well, it's, it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. That's, that's the main thing. Um, but what we were able to find is that when we you know, talk about things like, um, Expedia or those things that people are normally familiar with on when they're shopping for a hotel room or, or, uh, airfare, when you're able to put that kind of experience into transportation, uh, trying to find a truck, um, it really does change the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've been able to develop something that simple uh, for our brokers and customers to use where they want to be able to go from point A to point B and for it to give you a selection of high-quality um, carriers, shippers that can, in fact, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, trucking lines that can actually deliver those products uh, at a fair price and then track it the entire time. Where are they? Is there anything of, of consequence I should be aware of? There are delays, those kinds of things. Uh, that stuff is changing the way people do business. Better planning is able to go on. Uh, better reporting is able to go on. It is, it is really a, a wonderful thing for both the logistics people, the people that do what my freight world does, as well as uh, the shippers and manufacturers themselves. Has it been harder than uh, healthcare for you to, to, <laughs> to navigate and to build technology for this? Because both um, industries obviously are tougher to break into, of course, and and, and offer really good solutions. They, they are. I would I would say, uh, quite frankly, the the transportation market is is much more fertile, uh, to say the least. Um, it is it is not as automated um, uh, as healthcare, and um, there's opportunities that are vast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kevin gave you a little bit of idea of the size of the marketplace. Um, one of the things that we do that is um, also very interesting is that. When it comes down to having a, a greater, closer engagement to the carrier themselves, is that um, in uh, my freight world's world, is that the customer is not just the, the person that's doing the shipping, but the customer is also the carrier, the one that's doing the delivery. Mm-hmm. And so you have to treat both constituents the same and, and really make sure that they're both very happy. That's great. And the solutions that we're developing are trying to do just that. You guys are doing a great job. Kevin Childress, Wayne Auer, Noel Fallon, Margaret Langford. Thank you for coming on the Grill Nation show today. I, could, I can't believe we're already done with the show. You guys did awesome. Thank you. Thanks for, uh, Pleasure. Thanks for Thank coming Thank you very on. much. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week.